Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon of the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And it's Friday, so it's my monthly cigars time again. It is. I'm severely off today. You are. I've had a bad damn day. Well, you know what? There's the Gator doles out the harshness oh, oh, segment coming. coming up. And so we can just let you just vent there. But yeah. first, let's I, talk about the cigar. I might even uh, I might even talk about how uh, I'm not going to let Joe Biden have my AR-14. Well, let's talk about the cigar, Jeff. <laughs> I really want to get it. Can we just can we just make the whole episode the harshness? No, no. So uh. we are going to be smoking the Diesel 10th Anniversary. It is a five and a half by 52 Robusto with a Ecuador Habano Oscuro wrapper and Nicaraguan binder and filler. Now, little extra notes on this cigar. This here. looks very intense. According to the My Monthly Cigars blog, which gives additional information about the cigars, it does say that the wrapper has a nice toothy feel to it, but don't let the size and rough feel of the cigar fool you. It's got that typical A.J. Fernandez pepper punch to it and mellows out into a nice, relaxing, full-bodied smoke. Great pairing with the twin-engine coffee that was included in the March My Monthly Cigars box. Yeah, we're recording a top shooters tonight, and we do not have the coffee. Yeah, so we have iced tea. Yes. So, But that's okay. But we may do our, you know, bombs later. Possible. Possible. Assuming that they have those here. Yeah, true. Uh, it's but. it's a bar. They're going to have them. What are they, Irish car bombs? Yeah. It's very offensive, by the way, if you think about it. I, it is. When you, <laughs> re- yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure the uh, IRA is not too thrilled by being turned into a, just a, a bar joke. I don't see Bono, you know, back, throwing back an Irish car bomb. He might. Unlikely. Unlikely. <laughs> <He> might. Yes. <laughs> I doubt he would see the humor in it. Well, and you know, and, and for that matter, the edge. I, I could just. I don't know if the edge laughs at anything. I'm just going to sit here and name off all the band members from you two. Anyway, so it is uh, time that we <laughs> go ahead and cut the cigar. I don't know any of the rest of them. The official cutting of the cigar is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri, offering a large variety of both b- traditional and boutique blends. The Riverman Cigar Company does have late hours as well because sometimes you can't get out of the house until later and you just need a place where you can count on being open late. So stop on by and give them a try. Also, just to point out, on March 19th between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m., Riverman will have uh, LaFleur Dominicana Regional Sales Manager Jared Saunders in the house for an event offering a large selection of over 25 different LFD cigars to choose from. So That's going to be awesome. Stop on by the Riverman. Folks, please go in and uh, tell Dan and the staff there that you heard about him on the Cigar Pulpit. We would greatly appreciate that. So it's now time to go ahead and cut the cigar. I, as well, I that- have been, am going to use my... My V-cut. That thing smells like a cigar. This may be a little too manly, for, even for me. This box is a full it's, box yes. this month. The cigars in the my, March My Monthly Cigars box, they're definitely all a lot of stronger, not for the you weak know, of heart, full-bodied cigars. So, with that it's said, it's a weak of heart or faint of heart. Whatever, it's not for them. Well, it's definitely not for you either. But no, that's okay. That's what makes it fun is getting to see you. Uh, attempt this box so now there is a band on the foot i've already taken mine off i have not you notice so i was I'm kind enough to take it out of the cellophane early for I you. did notice it that. was a real struggle for me but i got it out of there uh, you know that's kind of you that is very nice of you so oh god what is that i'm doing the cold retro oh yeah do a cold retro see what you get i don't get anything on a cold retro um yeah. it's like it's like dried apricots i swear to god no. And maybe a little hint of clove. I don't know about that. I'm telling you, it's dried apricots on the retro hail. Do okay. you really not get that? No, I Try don't. it one more I time. Uh, dear God, I just did. Try it one more time. Just indulge me. I've had a bad day. I'm just sitting here filleting the cigar, and no, I don't get anything off of it other than... I mean, obviously, I'm smelling the cigar as I'm, quote-unquote, puffing on it, but... You know, it. But I could get that same odor off of it just by putting the cigar under my no. nose and smelling. No. The cigar under my nose smells like cigar. The cigar on the cold retro um, tastes like dried, a- dried apricots. And anybody out there, anybody out there that has the stick, either that you bought in a store or that you got from MyMonthlyCigars.com, please let me know. Do a cold retro hail and tell me if you taste dried apricots on the cold retro. 
and maybe even a little spice, like a little clove spice as a back finish. That's really good. Maybe dried, dried cherries or dried apricots. It's some kind of dried fruit. I got that on the last one, too. Well, there you go. Now, you're lit up. I, should I am lit up, um, and I'll go ahead and tell you oh, no. that... Um, <laughs> Dear God. You know what? I won't go ahead and tell anything. I'll wait for Jeff to get going here because... I'm not going to um, lie. I could have just sat and sucked on this thing for the cold retro. It was mm, very flavorful. You still have that lighter cranked up to, like... 11. 11. <laughs> it's one more. That is so one more higher. So obnoxious. You do realize there's the little handy dandy wheel at the bottom. You can adjust that, oh, right? Yeah, but I'm not doing that. It takes nothing to do. Yeah, I know, but I like You're it. You're burning like so. I mean, I, now my butane. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cigar is. It's peppery, man. Yeah. Like, right off the bat. But see, now knowing that it's an AJ Fernandez, you know, cigar, mm -hmm. I, I kind of expect that. Cause that see, guy's got it in for me. Well, AJ likes to just have that burst of pepper right off the front end of it, you know? So Whoa. Oh, Jeff just did the retro, and Whoa. it just knocked him back. I just watched it. <laughs> I watched. I just watched the smoke come out of his nose, and he just immediately just, like, reared up like something stabbed him in the butt, and he, like, leaned back real hard. I mean, he just oh lost it right there on that one. Oh, my God. That was that was <laughs> intense. Try that. Try that. I, I got to watch you do this. Oh, Lord. I got to shoot a video of it. Right? Yep. That's spice. That's yeah. That's something right there. Oh, yeah. That is spice. It's not as bad as the tricky tracker. The tricky tracker, and I'm not saying the tricky tracker was bad. It's just not as strong of a retro. This one hail caught me off guard. I was ready one. for it with the other one. This one caught me off guard on the retro hail. <laughs> I gotta admit, it. I don't know why you wouldn't be ready Ooh. for it on this one. Yeah, that that literally rocked me back. I know. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, literally. Oh, interesting. So, so my day's shitty. How's yours, Nick? I, I mean, you know, it's been kind of delayed. You know, a couple things happened here and there that just kind of slowed me down. But all in all, I can't say that my day's been bad. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off here for a second. I had a key uh, member you of know my what? staff. Is, is this the Gator doling out the harshness? No, I'm just gonna. Bitch. This is just this you is complaining. Just me bitching. This yeah. is just. You know, everybody listening gets to be your therapist for a moment. There's a lot of truth is, right? to that. You okay. know, that, I mean, that's not just this episode. Okay. No, I had a key member of my staff told me today that uh, they're leaving and uh, they're giving me a week's notice. I guess that's better than them telling me they left Monday and, you know, calling me on Wednesday, but... Whatever. Oh, dude, I can beat that. I had that one person on my staff give me a week's notice, but the week that they gave me was the week they were already on vacation in California. So yeah. but with the day she came back was, you know, her first day at the new job. Yeah. So that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Good but times. Anyway, yeah. So needless to say, that kind of rocked me back because. Well, if things, anybody needs a job as a stable. editor of a local newspaper mm -hmm. in southern Illinois, um, McLeansboro, um, <laughs> feel free to uh, reach out to the show and uh, we can maybe get you a job. You want to so. move to beautiful, scenic southern Illinois, I can hook you up. Oh, yeah. Jeeping on back roads. Oh, I love jeeping on backwards. I know. I okay. I was telling Nick. <laughs> so of course oh, I'm now Lord, on Instagram. I should not have brought this up. No, you shouldn't have. I'm on Instagram, and I get all these weird ads. Like Instagram thinks that I'm into, um, I guess, girls that fish, girls that smoke cigars. And girls that do yoga. Now, why that is, I don't know. I because guess it's my searches. Because you're looking at girls but on never, Instagram. I have never once looked up <laughs> girls that fish, but they are they do the search <laughs> thing. It's just full of girls. Here, I'll show the you. The algorithm knows you love girls, and it doesn't matter what they're actually it's doing. It's literally just nothing but girls oh, holding that's, fish that's in awesome. bikinis, of course. Well, so, of course. But interspersed in and among those people, um, I got an ad today for a thing called Moke M O K E. A moke or mokey, I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. America. And this is the coolest little car that they have brought back. It's like from the uh, 1940s in Britain. And uh, as they dump all the uh, beer bottles over there in the trash can, say. that was very loud. Do you want me to start that over? No. Okay. We'll just move on. Anyway. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. Well, so people are at the bar with us. <laughs> that's true. We're alone out here right now, but man, it was loud a minute ago. Um, so this little moke car is the coolest little thing. I'm a Jeep guy. 
And this little thing is awesome. Now, how do you spell this? It's M-O-K-E, America. It is the neatest looking little car. They have brought it back. It's like a British... It looks like a Jeep with short man syndrome. It is... Okay, so it was a... The British version of the Jeep, I guess, in World War II. Okay. It is the neatest little thing. It really, really is. And I was looking at it. Um, it's it's electric. And I checked to see if it's street legal. It's street legal, but only on streets up to 35 miles an hour. So it, there that goes kinda, the fun. Yeah, that kind of hurts a little bit. So you wouldn't be able to get it and drive around southern Illinois in it. But it's the neatest thing. Like, if, you know, if I was down in Destin... Florida, where I'm going to be in a couple of months here. But uh-huh. if I lived down there, that would be a neat little car to just tool around the beach in. It'd be, be a good time. So be fun. Yeah, if you get a chance, look it up. It's really cool. If you're a Jeep aficionado, I think you would like that vehicle. Well, there you go. But yeah, it's an homage to the old uh, the old British version. So, I have something I want to talk about for a Oh, moment. God. So, I've, I've, throughout the course of this show, I have been doing a lot of research to figure out, like, what are benchmarks for success in podcasts? You know, like, like what we've had many discussions about. Yeah, this like, like how, many, air, yeah. how many downloads? You know, this sort of thing, that sort of thing. And one of the things that I always tend to come back to in my research is that people love true crime podcasts. They just love tuning in. Talk, you you can't talk about anything I've done. You do not have permission. I'm not. Okay. People love true crime you, podcasts. You know where a few bodies are buried, and I don't want that out. I'm just saying. Anyway, so I know I go I by figure, Gator, but people can track me down. I figure. How about you and I go ahead and exploit this for a minute, and we talk about a true crime story that we know about, or that we which, which one? Well. We know about we know about it because halfwheel.com reported on it. Dude, there was a Maryland cigar oh shop manager. You, okay, okay, folks. Okay, I gotta give Nick credit here. He has figured out a way to combine true crime with cigars. I'm impressed. So a Maryland cigar shop manager, uh, his name is Anoop, and I'm gonna butcher this Agarwal. He's twenty two years old of Waldorf, okay? He, I guess, is the manager of a shop called Smoking Room 301. It's a cigar and hookah lounge Allegedly. In, in Waldorf. Allegedly. Well, no, he's he's listed as the as the person of record for that store. So he. But is, everything we're going to say is alleged. Oh yeah, no, every. I mean, for yes. you know, for legally legal, binding legally purposes, binding yes. purposes. Yes, this is all allegedly. Allegedly. So, Mr. Anoop. Well, it's Mr. Agarwal, but I'm going to call him Anoop. Okay. Anoop. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly, may have tried to hire a hitman to murder the sh- uh, owner of a rival cigar shop. So far, I don't see the problem. I guess police in Maryland, they arrested him, you know, last week on multiple felony charges, including solicitation to kill and murder. Multiple sources have told Half Wheel, and I'm now reading it here. That the target of the plot was the owner of the tinderbox of Waldorf, something that has now been confirmed by Southern Maryland Newsnet. According to police... Apparently that guy got under his skin. According to police, Anoop was being investigated for other criminal charges when detectives uncovered the plot. He's alleged to have been selling and trading cocaine to people for money and stolen goods. But once the police realized that there was a murder for hire plot, undercover agents met with him where he offered to pay three to four thousand dollars to have the owner of Tinderbox of Waldorf killed. I'm going to the wrong cigar shops. I mean <laughs> aside from the murder for hire charges, Anoop has been charged with two felony counts of distribution of a controlled substance. That's a bad day. I mean, dude. <laughs> I've heard about competition in the cigar industry before. I can't say as I've ever heard that somebody has decided that the only way to get ahead is to murder the competition. Well, well. I mean, all's fair in love and war. Mm. <laughs> Homicide, not fair. I'm not sure that's accurate yeah, in business. Probably not, no. <laughs> that's probably a really bad thing. Love and war is one thing. Business is kind of a totally separate thing. I don't know if... Like, for example, I don't know if I see Tim over at the hill hiring a hitman to take out Dan Ponder. No. I hope not. I can see Dan taking out Tim. 
I could see all, all day. I could see Tron going ahead and just oh, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> Tron just thinning the herd for <laughs> just the fact it's Tron. I love a god. Uh, anyway, we're talking about a couple of people from our local lounge <laughs> there, but anyway, but yeah. No. no, we we and by the way, Tron, we love you. And I only say that because Indeed. I want to be the one that walks over, takes the gun out of his hand while it's smoking, and says <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> oh my God! Anyway, everything um, is going to be. So okay. yeah, no, this guy decided that he was going to try and uh, just kill the competition. Wow, that is intense. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, for the love of God. Anyway, so what are you get on your stick? I am still. I'm still getting kind of a pepper taste going on. Mm-hmm. It's um, not molesting me like the Tricky Track it did. No, this is, it is a full-bodied cigar, but it is not, you know, one that's uh, one that's going to murder you. No. You could drop the soap and pick it up around the cigar and you'll be okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, that it is. But it's... Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't turn my back on the Tricky Track. That thing came at me. Yeah. That was it. I liked it. I was a good cigar, and I would totally do that cigar again. It's just that uh, it's it was not my cup of tea. No, I know it wasn't. Yeah, that was not my kind of thing. Now this this one actually, you know, I can't say I wouldn't smoke this again. At least based on the third that I've done so far. There's a little sweetness, and I don't know if I'd. Uh, That's a may- dried fruit. I'm telling you. I, see, I think maybe more chocolate. Well, you're wrong. Okay then. <laughs> All righty. And now Nick's offended. So, you ready for me to dole out some harshness? Yeah, why don't we go ahead? Because you've been itching to dole out the harshness. I need so to dole out a little harshness. How about we go ahead and get into our now whenever Jeff has a problem segment, Gator doles out the harshness. Okay. So this is going to be coronavirus part two. <laughs> I actually have a little bit of news that we can slip into this. Okay, good. So... What the hell is with people buying toilet paper? For the <laughs> love of God, I, I, I'm just so perplexed. Like, there's all these pictures on Instagram and Facebook and everywhere else. Everyone's buying toilet paper. Everybody, like, the shelves are empty with toilet paper. What are you doing, people? I don't know. What, do you, of, what do you think they're doing? I don't know, because one of the symptoms of coronavirus is not uncontrollable shitting. Exactly. You can bidet. You don't need toilet paper as long as you have running water. Here's the problem. These guys are wannabe preppers now because, (laughs) oh, my God, there's a virus. Well, guess what? There's always viruses. Mm -hmm. And for the love of God, I'm tired of these (laughs) Johnny-come-latelys sucking up all the stuff on the shelves. Johnny-come-lately preppers. I have been prepping for 10 years, and I've done it in in a very conscious manner where I did not inconvenience the other humans. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Okay, let's say we do have the zombie apocalypse. I don't know if that's a feasible reality, but okay. But but let's say we do. Do you is toilet paper really the top thing you need to get? It's like when we have a snowstorm and people go out and buy basically the the ingredients for French, French toast. French toast. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do you need eggs, bread and milk all of a sudden? Why all of a sudden do you need that? It's the staples. <sighs> anyway, so, no, the staples should be MREs and alcohol. <laughs> you never brought in an MRE for me to eat. No, we're going to do that, though. We're going to do that. That's coming up. But here's the other thing. So, I, I, you know what? I take that back. I did bring one in for you to eat, and we ended up giving it away to a uh, oh, that's right. to a former service member. That's right. You he did saw it, one. and it was his favorite MRE meal, and I ended up giving it to him. He so, I've got to so grab another one out of happy. my... Uh, yeah. He was so happy to have that one. You're I right. i got to get another one out of the bunker no, for you. You're right. You're right. So, but that being said... Get get food that, you know, sustainable food. I mean, get canned goods for the love of God. You can go open up a can of soup, you know, if you have to. But what you should be getting is ammunition. Because let's be honest, when the zombie apocalypse hits, it's just like the movie uh, Zombieland. There's going to be guns everywhere. There's just not going to be ammo to shoot in them. So load up on ammo. Just buy varieties of ammo. Just stockpile, you know. Okay. I yeah, I don't know if that's legal, but I'm going to tell you to do it anyway. <laughs> so... Buy a stockpile ammo. And the other thing you want to do is get alcohol and medicine. You want antibiotics. Now, you can go to Rule King and buy antibiotics because they're the same antibiotics as people antibiotics. They just have a cow on them or a chicken. How do you know how much of the cow antibiotic to take versus a Look, human antibiotic? I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to dole out medical advice. So <laughs> I'm just telling you that I have... 
I have done the ratios. What, I would say, what is the ratio of bovine antibiotic to human antibiotic? I have treated myself in the past. Of course you have. Well, I'm not going to pay a doctor to give me the same medicine I got out in the, you know, shed. Anyway. Oh, my so God. That, and I'm still <laughs> doling out harshness here, so hang with me, folks. So buy things that you can trade or that will be of some benefit to you. You can wipe your butt with leaves or corn shucks. Or have you ever tried to wipe or, your butt with or a corn shuck? Newspaper. Have or just ever, bidet. Have you ever tried to wipe if your butt with a corn shuck? If you've got a hose in the backyard, there, you can you have clean any your idea ass. how harsh that would be on yes, your Yes, I've done it. That would just suck. I hunt. I've been out in the woods before. You know, things happen. Oh, my God. My favorite thing to do is to either pee or take a dump under somebody else's deer stand. It runs off all the deer. <laughs> That's such a douchey move. <laughs> Drop a bar of Irish soap <laughs> under their stand. Deer hate those, by the way. If you have a garden and you don't want deer to come in your garden, put Irish soap around it. Or Irish spring. They'll leave you alone. But won't your vegetables kind of like, you put take it on, on the perimeter. That, that smell of Irish spring? They're clean. <laughs> oh it's, my god it's almost St. Patrick's Day Why are you picking on the Irish Spring? Oh my god So Anyway That's what we're going to call When the Irish take over the world The Irish Spring The Irish Spring <laughs> oh, Back to you too Oh my so, god So anyway <laughs> So guys Buy things that you actually need And don't don't go out And just clean the shelf off Apparently somebody One of our friends Ange was Yeah it, Was it uh, my, the, the gal Sam's that, Club today The gal that came with us to Chicago Ange My editor she was at Sam's Club earlier today buying groceries, mind you, and she said it was just a madhouse of people stocking up in their carts of medicine and toilet paper. Well, I get the medicine. Okay, I get that. Yep. But here's the problem. The kids that are sick that are going to need the medicine. Like her kid. because are going to be able to find the, it. Her kid has the flu. Yeah. And she was desperately going around trying to find medicine for her kid the other it's all day. Oh, because it was yep. all gone because people were stocking up for the stupid coronavirus. Yep. Yep. There was a great episode of The Office where Dwight had to clean out his bunker. Yeah. And he was eating all the stuff that was about to expire. <laughs> <laughs> he was opening like, why do you always take it back to The Office? I love The Office. But he was <laughs> he's sitting in there eating it like this tin. Anyway. It, it was probably like a five-gallon bucket of like peaches. And he's just sitting there eating them with a big spoon out of the bucket. It was the greatest thing. I mean. I get it. I've had the big can of chocolate pudding. Yes, that you have. You, that was a low point for you. That you, I don't even think you realized. I bought it at Sam's. It was a giant can so, of chocolate so pudding. Back to doling out harshness. They just announced today, we're recording on Wednesday for Friday, and they just announced today that they're going to play all the NCAA tournament games without fans. And I'm like, guys. Oh, dude, there's trade shows canceling. In fact, that is the one bit of news that I do have is so far – the PCA says that the July 10th through the 14th, 2020 uh, convention and trade show is still scheduled. Okay. Apparently, they have uh, they are watching, and despite concerns, they are still moving with the trade show. You know, they're 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 but they're they say we are closely monitoring the news and will follow any protocols provided by the CDC and WHO. Here's the thing: so. if this if this turns out to be as bad as they're saying, this is going to be life changing for all of us. Like, it is going to completely change the way we live our day-to-day -day lives. Now, the thing that I don't understand is, how is this virus that much worse than the, the average flu? I don't understand. Unless, and this is where I go into conspiracy mode, unless they know that it's some kind of bioweapon that leaked out and they know what, it's, what it potentially is going to do. And that's what I'm afraid is going on. I'm afraid there's something they're not telling us. The government you not think? tell us something? Who knew? Who knew? You know, and it's funny. I talk about this to people. And, you know, I talk about chemtrails. And I'm not going to go off on that today. That's for another day. But I talk about that, and people look at me like I've grown two heads. Okay. And the thing that I go back to is, in the 19, I believe, 50s and 60s, the government, and you can look this up. Go to YouTube and type in um, the government spraying radiation particles it was actually, uh, oh, I, I forget exactly, uh, some, some kind of heavy metal aluminum particles. They sprayed over the city of St. Louis. They sprayed it in Forest Park, and they sprayed it, at, sprayed it out around the old Pruitt-Igoe housing complex. Yep. And anybody that's from the St. Louis area remembers Pruitt-Igoe. 
at one time, I think there were around 10,000 people living in Pruitt-Igo in this, in this uh, housing complex there. It's, a, it's since been taken down. But the government sprayed cadmium. Oh, it was cadmium sulfide particles. Okay. That's what it was. And they sprayed that all over the city of St. Louis. Now, it was under the guise of, you know, we, we're going to test if we can put up a smoke screen in case the Russians come to bomb St. Louis. Because St. Louis is a target because it's got Air Force Base. Uh-huh. You know, so they, they were talking about, you know, kind of putting up the smoke screen to throw off the Russian bombers. Like, if the nuclear bomb lands a mile away, it's not going to be as bad. You know? I mean, I mean yeah. th- those aren't necessarily a weapon you have to be real precise with. It was the 70s. Exactly. Well, it's the <laughs> 50s, 60s. Oh, okay. And, you know, it was a different Even time. Better. People were freaked out. But they sprayed these particles all over poor people in St. Louis and then covered it up for years. And it finally came out, I want to say in the late 70s, it may, or I'm sorry, the, the late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in there, it came out that this had gone on. And you can actually watch news clips from this. And then there's nothing else. Like, yep. it just, it came out, and then it just went away and went quiet. Yep. But don't think that the government won't do things to us that uh, they're not telling us about. Because it has happened. This is great. We are going to hit podcast gold with this episode. You know why? Because we've hit on true crime and now conspiracy theories. Exactly. I'm I building out the harshness, brother. I don't know. I mean, short of talking about sports for a minute... And maybe getting Joe Rogan on here. I don't know how we can get better ratings. I, I'm going to give you that. <laughs> Joe Rogan rocks, by the way. Oh, my God. Anyway. I like Joe Rogan. Huh. I remember him for the man show. He wasn't on the man show. Oh, then I don't remember him. No. <laughs> no, you're thinking Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, it was Jimmy Kimmel, but who was, his, who was Adam the Carolla. Adam Carolla, that's right. What was yep. Rogan? Oh, Rogan was on the one where they ate all the bugs. Fear Factor. Yeah, Fear Factor. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Hmm. So anyway, that was my harshness. All right. Well, that it was just, uh, people. Just have some common sense. You know the other thing. Let me before I before I finish oh, yeah. up. <laughs> why in the world are we just now washing our hands? Are you guys all just filthy animals? Yes, everybody why is, is filthy. Everybody have to be reminded to wash their damn hands because everybody's filthy. For the love of God, I know. I saw a picture today. And it was this woman talking with two people in the Walmart parking lot, and she's, like, leaning up against the cart corral. Yeah. Well, she's got the rail of the cart corral just nestled in her butt crack. And it's like, this is why we should be washing our hands all the time. Yes. (laughs) And it's just... God. It's so true. It's just so true. I, like, I hate touching carts. I hate touching the little baskets, like, at at the shopping center. Yep. I hate touching any of that. I, I will disinfect crate, you know, just insanely before I do it. I hate men's rooms that have doors. I hate doors. men's rooms. Well, just hate, men's rooms. I hate men's rooms that have doors that swing in to where when you are leaving, after washing your hands, oh, you yeah. have to grab the handle to open the door. Filthy. Because of the people walking in and out of that men's room, I would hazard a guess that probably less than half actually washed their hands. You know the worst thing that I've ever seen was in restaurants. I was at, and I won't say what the restaurant was, but I was in a restaurant in Fairview Heights, Illinois. I'm in the bathroom, and you know I relieved myself, went over, I'm washing my hands, because I wash my hands. Uh-huh. For the love of God, wash your hands. Wash your hands. And I watch one of the kitchen staff come in. He's got his apron on, and it's like a leather-type apron kind of thing. I guess he'd been, you know, he's one of the cooks or whatever. He walks in and drops the apron in front of the urinal on the floor, so he can pee. Oh, my God. And then puts it back on and goes back to the kitchen. And I walked out to the table and said, we're out. We're done. And we left. Because <laughs> I wasn't about to eat anything that some bitch made for me. Wow. So there's my harshness. Wow. I was all over the place. Yeah, that was that was quite the uh, sporadic harshness there. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm filled with rage today for some reason. A lot of rage. A lot of rage. A lot of rage. Yeah. So, so back to the cigar. I'm liking it. Yeah, I mean, it's peppery, it's but it's not it's not overwhelming me. Mm-hmm. I like the diesels though. I'll smoke a diesel now and then. Yeah, this isn't a bad cigar. It's uh it's it's got that that spice, it's got that chocolate component going on. I'm getting to it. that now. I wasn't earlier, but yeah, I'm starting to pick that up. Yeah. And I think there's a little subtle earthy component mm-hmm. maybe to it as well. It's a complex so. cigar. It's changed up on me as I've gone. Yeah. But I like that. A lot of the cigars we smoke will tend to seem, you know, from time to time to be one note, and this one definitely is not. Ah, this one's got a little complexity to it, so that's good. I like that. Well, since we're probably going to do our Irish car bombs this evening, 
Yes. Why don't we go ahead and jump into Friday Whiskey? Sounds like a plan. Well, it's time again for our regular Friday segment, Friday Whiskey with Curious Jen. How are you, Jen? I'm good. How are you, Nick? Good, good. So, Do you have the coronavirus yet? No, I'm 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 safe. So you're dealing with something though. Yeah, I have a little bit of a cold. Nothing too unusual, but because of the media, I'm thinking I might be having full blown coronavirus. <laughs> okay. You stocked up on your toilet paper then? Yeah, I pretty much bought all the toilet paper in about four stores. Oh, well, you're set then. So that was basically two rolls. <laughs> okay. Well, those are rookie numbers. You got to get those run numbers up then. So. Uh, anyway. uh, no, I don't know. Well. I just have a little cold. All right. Well, what's on the docket today then? Well, since St. Patrick's Day is coming up, I thought we would talk about Irish whiskey. All right. And I had a question for you. Yes. How would you spell whiskey from Ireland? It would be with an E. That's right. Tell everybody why. Because there's an E in the name of the country. Yeah. So, so I learned that. Oh, my so. God. We're learning. It's learning. just so great. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to tell you the rules of Irish whiskey. Okay. It must be made in Ireland, either Northern Ireland or the Republic. So, and I guess apparently somebody was telling me the other day that if you live in Ireland, there's quite a division on what whiskey you'll drink based on where it's from in Ireland. Okay. But I don't really know anything about that, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, it must be made using malted barley, but can also include other cereal grains. Similar to Canadian whiskey, it must be matured at least three years, right? Because bourbon doesn't have any rules like that. That's true. Must contain nothing else other than natural caramel coloring, which there's lots of controversy about because a lot of people really hate that because the caramel coloring adds color to the whiskey so it looks more aged than it actually is i see so a really good uh, example of that is actually um conor mcgregor's proper 12 whiskey okay so that's made i think it's sourced from Bushmills, which is an irish whiskey and i don't have anything against proper 12 but the color you can there's no way it would have that color they okay. definitely, like, nobody says, hey, we added caramel coloring, because it's not really a positive thing. But my guess would be that there is some, because it's darker than it should be. If I was drinking on this morning's podcast, I would probably have maybe slurped some. No hot toddy? Well, no. Oh. Just a plain old coffee. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, with milk. <laughs> the coffee's with milk? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and then uh, most Irish whiskey is triple distilled. Some people think that that is a requirement since almost all of it is, but it isn't. But most of it just is. It's kind of like their thing. Okay. That's it. Well, there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, I had some uh, Jameson's in my Irish car bomb last evening. I sent you the... Uh, the video of Jeff and I doing yes. that. So. It was quite enjoyable to watch. I'm really hoping to do these videos. Um, my kind of plan is to string them all together. Okay. And then put them on my YouTube. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's another thing we should talk about. Okay. And that is, how many videos did you get? <laughs> uh, two. Oh, you got two, I did Nick. Get, I wow. did get two. That's pretty good. Is Gator included in that one? No. Oh, okay. So you got two. I did get two. Okay, I did get way more than two. I bet not, you did. Well, not that that's saying much. I didn't get as many as I wanted, but okay. I did get more than two. So do you know what that means, Nick? It means that apparently I'm going to be drinking something. You're going to drink some nasty shit, Nick. That's what that means. <laughs> Oh, yeah. There's a couple people that failed me. They they communicated with me about the video and then sent them to you. Cause I'm the nice one I, here. You know I'm nice. <laughs> people are like, oh Jen, she'll love that video, and I did. 
I love you. Wait till you see some of them. They just... Well, I love them all. I think they just all want to take delight in seeing me have to drink something. So. Well, that is true. So this is what you're going to drink. Oh, boy. You are going to have to buy some mini bottles. And one mini bottle is going to be Johnny Walker Red. One mini bottle is going to be Jack Daniels. And the other mini bottle is going to be Dealer's Choice. So that means <laughs> if people want to suggest a little mini that you have oh. to mix in there. Oh, boy. <laughs> I um, was like, is that a brand? I'm not familiar with that one, but okay. Mm -hmm. so. Oh, you're going to get familiar with something. No. <clears throat> and then when you do this, you're going to have to video it. So it's all three in one? No, you're going to... Or three make separate sure shots. You're not yes, you're going to make sure oh, you're God. not driving. Well, obviously. <laughs> you're going to do... At first, I was thinking that you would mix them all together and do one shot. Oh, uh, that's But now... Much. No, but now, because I was really disappointed with your lack of enthusiasm about trying to get some videos. <laughs> so now I really uh, want to make you suffer. Uh... <laughs> I have a lot on my plate. <laughs> so you are going to do the shot from the bottle and shoot the whole thing. The mini? And then, yeah. Oh, God. And then you're going to go on to the next one and shoot it back. And then the third and oh. shoot it back. And I want to see a video. And we're going to definitely. Oh, my. Uh, yeah. But I kind of want to include that in my big montage of videos. So I'd appreciate you to do that really soon. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh. Are you oh. hating me now? You're not even making eye contact. I am processing <laughs> this. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think if I have a day that I can basically like kill. Well, it could be just at night that you're doing it. At oh. the end of the night. You're probably going to want to go to bed after that anyways. Probably. Um, all right. Well, you know, my sticks, 35 millimeter and barbells and beers. You guys, you guys let me down here. You, you, <laughs> you let me down, guys. So They didn't anyway. let me down. Nobody I know they didn't the let place. you down. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe oh. they want to suggest the third shot. Yeah, twist the knife just a little bit more. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. If I had had to drink whole milk, I would have been absolutely dying. <laughs> See, folks. It would have been funnier for her to drink milk, but uh, anyway. Oh. oh, I would have been dying. I actually had that in my stories, as you know, and I had to take it down because I think people were going to want to start sending you videos. So I, I would have know. to do that. And I thought, mm-mm. Really disappointed here, folks. Really disappointed. I just felt like gagging when you were talking about whole milk. Mm. Uh, well, where can everybody find you, Jen? <laughs> You're so sad. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I just made your day so bad. Oh. But oddly, my day seems so great now. There you go. I'm I've this is this is an episode where I am providing therapy to everybody because, you know, Jeff was in a horrible mood when we started and by the end of it, he was in a good mood. And now you were feeling kind of cruddy and sick when we started, and now you're just uh -huh. on cloud nine. So I'm glad I'm able to help everybody. I am. So I am. Anyway. Yay. Okay, anyways, they can find Happy Jen at Curious Jen, C-U-R-I-0-U-S-J-E-N-N, or, <laughs> you're just killing me right now, you look so sad, oh, or you can find me at Jen Karen, J-E-N-N-C-A-I-R-N. I was almost hoping I screwed that up just to make you feel a little bit better, but yeah, well, I'm not that nice. Ah. <sighs> Well, Jen, as always, it's been a pleasure. Has it? <laughs> Has it really? Uh, it was pretty good up until a point. So, anyway. It's fine. I know. I know. We'll talk to you later, Jen. <laughs> Feel better. <laughs> Cheers, Nick. Cheers. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. It was, I mean... The Friday whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got, Nick? Oh, Lord. I'm actually sitting here getting texts 
from my editor um, who's talking about um, people are just losing their minds about Corona. Oh, so we're circling back to that? Just for a hot second. There's a guy that said that there's a local town near us that's apparently completely out of toilet paper. And, uh, you know, now there's people going online talking about now it's time to pull your kid from school because major universities are shutting down. So now it's a good time to just go ahead and pull your kid from Uh. school. So now we're going to impact the education of all of our children and and whatnot for this. Okay, so we're going to... The harshness part two. We're going to continue. Say, I guess we're going back into the harshness. We're going back moment. in for a minute. So we had Dipping a deal. Dipping our toe back into the harshness. We had a deal this past week in St. Louis. Yeah. Where a young lady was in Italy, I believe, mm-hmm. flew home to Chicago, and then took the Amtrak from Chicago back to St. Louis, and then started getting symptoms, went in, um, self-quarantined. Yep. And got tested, had a presumptive positive, which essentially, from what I understand, that means is... Yes, you test positive, but it's not a technically a positive until the CDC signs off on it, or yeah. that's how it has been up to now. So they're waiting for the CDC to look at the results, sign off on it, and say, yes, she has it. In the meantime, they ask the family, hey, you know, self-quarantine, yeah, just self-quarantine. stay home. And the girl's dad decides that he knows better, and he takes his apparently freshman high school daughter, if I've got that correct, to the daddy-daughter dance that night at a major hotel in St. Louis. Yep. Went to a pre-party beforehand. Yep. And has potentially exposed hundreds and hundreds of people. And it's one of those, you tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on. So all these people went to the dance, then went to Various parties or or their own. Yeah, went to Denny's afterwards and, and got food or went to Steak and Shake or went to a party. Yep. And exposed just countless more people. Yep. And all because... They wanted to be selfish and go to a dance. For the love of God, people, it was a dance. You knew you had somebody in your house that had corona. Yep. You knew it. And you still went anyway. Now, the school tried to cover it up. I don't know if you know about this. No. So the school sent out an email or, or put it up on their website or something um, saying that, you know, the, the family didn't know. But when they got the call that it was a positive at the dance, they immediately left. That's all well and good, except they knew before they went. And then the school has since taken that uh, press release down. Yeah. So why? Why, people? I don't know. And, you know, I'm the the first guy to say it's stupid that we're calling off, you know, fans being able to go watch a basketball game. Well. But on the flip side, if you know it, just stop. And I'll say this, too. We are coming into the springtime where people can get outside a lot more. And that typically is when flu season tends to start to ramp back down because people get outside, they're not confined inside as much. And so you have more opportunity to be out in the elements where maybe you can't transmit diseases as easily. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe we're going to start to see corona tamper down a little bit. Or it's a bioweapon and we're not. Which is also possible. And that's, that's, I'm genuinely afraid that that's the case. I think they know more. And, you know, I don't want to be alarmist and all that. But I've been prepping for 10 years, guys. I'm ready for this. There was a meme the other day with Baby Yoda holding a pistol. Yeah. And it said Baby Yoda's just waiting until Corona creates the zombies so he can use his skilly skills. And I kind of get it. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway. I haven't spent the last 10 years fortifying the bunker. Not to be ready for I'm this. I'm fine with self-quarantine because you know why? I'm just going to sit myself on my deck because I assume I can be outside on my deck. I don't know if I can be outside on my deck or not. But You'll know when the snipers come. Let's just assume that as long as I stay within the confines of my property and stay on my deck, I'm good. You know what I'm going to do? I'll sit there and I'll smoke out the coronavirus. Exactly. I'll get me some iced tea. A tricky track will take care of it. I was gonna say I'll wipe it right. I'll out. just light up as many cigars as I can to get rid of the coronavirus. The the big problem with this thing is the incubation period because it's so long that it's incubating yeah. in your system that you you may not know you have it, and you know that's going to happen. Containment is out of the question at this point. Now it's whether or not it runs its course and goes away. Or it just spreads through the population like wildfire. And that remains to be seen. Well, I'm not going to lie. 
we've dedicated a lot of time to the coronavirus, and I'm kind so of, is everyone else. Kind of bored with it. I like I I am genuinely kind of over the coronavirus. Okay, now I'm going to say everybody's this. talking about it, but like I am so over. You're going to get mad at me for this. That's the problem with our society today. We're used to getting enraged about something for five minutes and then moving on. I don't know if this one's going to move on. I'm just kind of over it. And I think there are a lot of political aspects to this, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't think for a moment that the media isn't hyping this up so they can tank the economy coming into this 2020 election so that it's one less thing that Trump has to run on. (sighs) There's my black helicopter in the sky conspiracy theory. I would hope you're wrong and I'm scared you're right. So I'm genuinely afraid you're right. Now, as someone that has no money and has nothing in the stock market, what do I care? That's a valid point. (laughs) I know. I always think it would be fun to do the stock market, but I just don't have money. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but but for our listeners that do, you know, I know it's been rough and I know it's been volatile. And, you know, I'm not going to go all Trump here and say, hey, it's time to take advantage of it because it is so volatile. It's so up one day and down the next. Yeah. But, you know... This, too, will pass, or it won't, and I'm ready either way. Well, the other thing for our listeners with money is My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription (laughs) service where you can have cigars (laughs) sent to your door in a box every month, and they come in a variety of different sizes. And you you too can say what's in the box. You can get four cigars for $30, or there's the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. You can hoard those bastards and for the end times. That's the thing. Those cigars, you get two <laughs> of every one that's in the, the Robusto box. So it's a good one for you to share with like your dad or your brother or a friend or something like that. Or as Jeff just pointed out, you can hoard them for yourself. Yeah. And so anyway, we get the Robusto box. We smoke each um, cigar over the course of a month on the show. So if you sign up and get your first box sent to you and use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, you can get free shipping on that first box or you can get 20% off in their online store because they sell other stuff, including cigars in their online store. Yay. Now, it's a little late now, but on Tuesday's episode, we're going to be smoking the Filthy Hooligan. It's not completely. Well, it might be a little late. It's a little late, but you can still get it in brick and mortar. Go out and get Tell that you cigar. What. But they have boxes of them at well, MyMonthlyCigars.com. And the other thing is, if let's say you listen to Tuesday's show and you decide that that sounds like a cigar you want to try, head on over to My Monthly Cigars. They are selling the Alec Bradley Filthy Hooligan in both boxes and five packs. And if you use that offer code PULPIT, you can get $10, $10 bucks, right? off yeah. of the five pack, which is a pretty good deal. Why so. Not? They also have an MSRP guarantee on their boxes, which means that the MSRP of all the sticks within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So like the March box is, I think, $39 and is a $30 box. So you're basically getting a stick free when you think about it that way. Yeah. And yeah. and I will say March March came in like a lion with March the cigars. March is a box full of very heavy, full-bodied cigars, yes. which I'm a fan of. Oh, yeah. Nick's all in. Jeff, on the other hand, is... Struggling his way through this month. I I will admit it. This hasn't been bad, though. I like this diesel. Maybe April will be a box full of just mild Connecticut's. I hope. It'll just crush you. You know it won't. I know, but it would just crush you, and that would be great. You know, I I think that, you know, my monthly will start throwing. I think they'll throw in a little mild something for you. I'm I'm convinced that they put this (laughs) box together with me in mind. Well, Nick over at my monthly, and, and... that's the thing. Uh, the guy who owns My Monthly Cigars, his name is Nick, too. And um, Nick and I have been talking, and he did. He does listen to the show regularly, so he does know your smoking palate. Yes. So. Yep, it was all, this was all aimed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm cool with. Well, I think Nick is going to come on to the show Ooh. when we smoke the Jacob's Ladder at the end of the month. Oh, that'll be cool. That way we can kind of nice to to get to know the guy behind my monthly cigars a little bit. Absolutely. So, yeah, that'll be fun. So so what are you getting on your cigar there? Uh, it's just, it's a good... I'm it's about good. halfway it's, down. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I think I'm maybe just... No, we're about, about even. Uh, give or ish, take. Ish. ish. You're ish. maybe a hair shorter than I am there. It's, uh, it's a good quality stick, a lot of flavor. I've enjoyed this one. As in all things in life, you're a hair shorter than I am there. My hair is much longer than yours. <laughs> well, that's true. But don't let the don't let the beard and the hair fool you from the neck down. Hairless. <sighs> Actually, 
there are a, there are parts of you that I cannot verify that, but you know he tried desperately when <laughs> we were out in son of Indianapolis. A bitch I did not, but I'm just saying, as somebody who has seen you unfortunately walking around the hotel room in your boxer shorts, I will say, no, you're not hairless. <laughs> from what the what neck movie mat. did I steal that quote from? Um, it was one of the Hangover movies, nope. wasn't it? No, nope. it was Zach Galifianakis, right? Nope. nope. Oh, well, hell, then I have no idea. The other guys. Oh, well, of course it was the other guys. When they go to see Christina and the husbands, like, he brings out the Arnie Pommies. <laughs> Arnie Pommy alert. Arnie Pommy alert. Of course it was the other guys. The it's movie, my favorite movie. Yeah, the movie where you stole Gator from, no less. It did. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Anyway. But I've never had poison ivy up my ass. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> anyone that has seen the movie is laughing their ass <laughs> off right now, and anyone that hasn't just turned off the cast. Oh, my God. <laughs> they switched over to the office, ladies. You know, I'll say this. We've had really good numbers for the podcast this month. It's been incredible. It has been a really good month so far, and then I hear you talking about putting poison ivy up your ass, and I wonder, <laughs> what in the world are these people listening That's to us Will for? That's what Will Ferrell ended up in the hospital I'm, and I, the other I, guys. I know. He had poison ivy up his ass. Oh, God. <laughs> I just no it so okay so we've had really good numbers now it was funny Nick was a little depressed because he thought the February numbers were down but I pointed out to him there are less days in February than in January and when we actually did the numbers uh, by day we were on par mm-hmm. we were dead even we were pretty much dead even yeah. in terms of January to February yeah so. but March has taken off March has taken off yeah. Which is I, good. I want to see increases. I'm not going to lie. I think our traveling freak show has helped that. I think so. Yeah, because it, we we branched out. We reached out to other people, and you know we have people with the ash holes and people with the uh, barrel burners that have been you know like tagging us and stuff. Well, and there've been dude, a lot of our stickers getting out. And I'll say this too: there has been a number of people that have reached out to me saying that they're coming through St. Louis, wanting to know if we're going to be around and if we can grab a stick. You know. Um, uh, Martinez Cigars, yep. they're looking to come out here at the end of March. Um, Broccoli Rob is coming out here in, uh, in April. And then I just got a message today from Cigar Daryl saying that he was coming out here at the end of April and wanted to make sure that he could hook uh, up with us and, and have a cigar. So, you know, people are swinging through the swinging through the St. Louis area and, yep. and catching up with us, too. So I think that's really cool. And there are a lot of good stores here. Of course, Riverman that's sponsoring our Riverman. cut. Um, you know, if you get a chance, go in and visit with Danny. He's got a great humidor and a good selection of stuff. Oh, yeah. Really good selection we've also got the hill cigar company mm-hmm. and i believe martinez is coming out because uh if i'm not mistaken they're, might be they're talking that line. They're, yeah they're talking that they're would talking. be that would be great they're talking it they're would talking. be in, tim tim would uh, reap benefits from that if they bring him in i would hope so yeah and you know going back to uh, and speaking of tim we're actually going to have a interview with tim aiken the owner of the hill cigar company in tuesday's episode that's awesome tim's yeah. a great guy I wanted, you know, it's one of those things we always talk about, you know, um, the Hill and Rivermen. And I wanted to, over the course of this past Tuesday and this upcoming Tuesday, kind of give both of those shops a uh, uh, a shout out and a plug, you know, I and, think and introduce them to the listeners. Because, because Rivermen has been great through their sponsorship of The Cut. Oh, yeah. And the Hill has been extremely accommodating, letting us come out and use their um, front patio Very over the wintertime when we needed to record. So, so yeah. So there are some great places here in St. Louis to come visit. And you never know, we might be able to work out and sit down and have a stick with you and, you know, get to meet some of the listeners. That'd be, be awesome. Yeah. And we've had people asking us about making other stops on our freak show. Obviously, you know, we, I've had a listener reach out and ask uh, if we would consider coming to Atlanta, and I would love to go to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Dude, do you have any idea how many cigar lounges are in Atlanta? Well, Atlanta's a fun little town. Oh, my God. I hate God. the airport. I hate the airport with the passion of a thousand suns. Well, but yeah. But Atlanta's nice. But seriously, there's like so many cigar lounges now, in Atlanta. Now, I'm taking the revival on a little mini trip here in uh, May, as long as you know the government hasn't restricted travel by then, which eh, may happen. You can drive. Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to have to ride shotgun, because we're going to have to get through the barricades. Oh, that much restriction of travel. Yeah, okay. the burning tires on the interstate and whatnot. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> It'll look like Mogadishu before we're done here. Yeah, you're going down to Destin. Yeah. Which so I really want to go down to Tampa. 
Oh, yeah. I desperately want to get down to Tampa. So do I. Go down to Ybor City. And uh, why, Jeff? Uh, the Newman factory. Oh, okay. I'm excited about that. I am, too. Yeah. And that's supposed to be opening up in March. Oh, yeah. That's right? going to be cool. Or did he... Did they move it back? You know... I think they moved it back. I think they moved it back. I think at TPE. I think Drew told me May. Yeah. I think there was an issue with the floors, now that I say but that. But they're going to actually have so a room sometime in this year, sometime in the first half of the year. They're going to have a media room where we can go do our podcast live Drew from has, the Newman He has pointed factory. that out to me on a couple of occasions, and I am just chomping I'm up it to get down there jazzed about it. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. So I really want to get down to Tampa, and then... Um, We've had some listeners from Charlotte reach out and say that we need to come over there, and I'd love to go do that because, you know, we're big in the Carolinas. So. Oh, yeah. We looked at our numbers by state. Yeah. It's really kind of cool. It how really is. It. California is by far our biggest listening state. Yeah. That that amazes me. Yeah. So. Yeah. California. Um, the Is it North or South Carolina or just the Carolinas you know, in general? I, well, I can't bring it up right now. Oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, no, we're recording I, on the computer. You could bring it up on. But, yeah, and I would attempt it, but the last time I tried to look at the internet while recording it, like, timed everything it, out. It did, yeah. I, we had to start over, like, three times and then realized, oh, we can't Here's a pro that. tip, folks. When you buy a MacBook, make sure you get the one that has um, high amounts of memory and hard drive space because you run out of both pretty quick. Yeah, you do. But anyway, yeah, so Charlotte, and then obviously I'd love to at some point get up to, um, you know, the New Hampshire area to see an episode of the Cigar Authority and then also Matt Tobacco over on the Ash Holes. They record on Tuesday and he, he and I talk a lot and he's invited me to come up and, you know, watch one of their episodes. That'd and be a lot of fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And then also, I really, really want to get down to Texas. Oh, yeah. Because... We're big in Texas. Well, we are big in Texas, but everything's big in Texas. Amen. But, you know, Rob and Bryant with Cigar Talker down in Texas there. You've got Al down in uh I'll come Texas. and smoke a backwoods with him. Yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> Bryant still has four. He's got four more honey, honey backwoods. <laughs> but, um, you know, Al with the Good Cigar podcast is down there. And we've actually talked about the idea of getting Al and his wife... Bryant and Rob and you and I, six of us, all on one podcast. Can we bring the chicken? We got to bring the chicken. Well, of course, the, the chicken travels everywhere with us. But but we get the six of us all on one show, and we do a mega podcast where basically, you know, we we record one show. Yep. And in in my perfect world, we would all release that show. Oh, that'd be cool. And that that'd way, really that neat. way, it would be like a joint effort. Like it'd be like a super crossover synergy. Exactly. I like it. Yep. Or, or we could even do it to where you listen to one show, and it's to be continued on another show, Ooh. and then it's to be continued on that final show. Like, you have to listen to all three. So, like the crossovers they used to do on 80s yes, TV. Yes, exactly. You get that to where you have to watch all, or listen to all three shows in order to get the full experience. Yeah. It's like when Laverne and Shirley crossed over with Cagney and Lacey. We could have, like, Rob and Bryant do their, like, you know. You, you'll get that in a minute and think, what the hell? <laughs> I don't, I'm not really listening to you. But we could we could do, like, where where Robin, where we all do our pick six, like Rob and Bryant do on yeah. uh, the cigar um uh, cigar talk yeah and then we could do ask the boys where it's like all six of us are answering questions well it'd be ask the boys and girl and well precisely exactly you know five boys and a girl mm -hmm. and then you know we could all drink some tequila sheila you know from uh, a good cigar and talk about whatever drink you know i mean we could just combine the elements of all three shows into one mega show one mega world of dumb i cigars. think that would like be it. a lot of fun yeah, actually yeah that would be good so Anyway, yeah. Well, and the so thing I have is, I have plans, but I need money. <laughs> well, yes, there is that. So, so if anybody out there would like to uh, sponsor the show, any of our cigar manufacturers or other cigar stores would like to, you know, jump in and sponsor part of this to uh, get mentioned on the show. How do they reach out to us there, Nick? So we are available on social media on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N E K K I D Gator. We're also on Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com at the Contact the Pulpit page. Plus, you can sign up for our uh, monthly uh, email newsletter, and it was thing. great this month, by the way. it I mean, Nick, there's was, so much information. It was a first effort. I have more ideas to expand it out and everything, too. But Did you actually do it? Because I haven't seen it. You son of... Yes, I did. 
I mean, I'll admit I, I was I was actually making fun of you because I didn't think you'd put it out. Yeah, I put it out. He won't, I, it did he not get out on time, I'll say that. <laughs> like, we released uh, last Friday's episode, and in that I had planned for it to be out by the time the episode hit. And Life happens. Life happened, and I, it either got out that Friday night or sad the I next day. I don't know. You're on the list. I did not get it. I'll be looking. You're... you're <laughs> I put your email address on the list. Yeah, he so won't I give know. me the list because he's I afraid I'll sell you. it. Because yeah, I'm exactly. going to sell it. I just want to warn everyone I'm selling the list. But yeah, sign up for when the email. When and if I get a hold of it. Sign up for the email newsletter. That's the, minute, all. the minute Nick passes, I'm selling that list. He won't be able to guard it the anymore. The minute I pass, everything ends because you don't know any of I, like how to do any of this. None of it, no. Like I set up all the equipment and he just stares at it like it's a monkey wanting to hump a football. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a trained broadcaster. I'm not an engineer. Anyway, so no, so sign up for the monthly newsletter, and that's actually how you get signed up for our weekly giveaways because we are doing you know regular weekly giveaways. We actually just had Walter Wyman. He, uh, we actually just had Walter Wyman send a picture that we posted of him with his Martinez cigars gift pack. I even liked it on Instagram. Exactly. Yeah. So he was excited because he lives down in Southern California there, and that's not an area that Martinez cigars has gotten to Oh, he's going to like so, that. Yeah, so he's he's letting them rest in the humidor for a little while, and then after that, then he's going to light them up. And now, has our most recent else. winner reached out yet? I have not heard from our most recent winner yet. That would be Jeremy Corbin. So, Jeremy Corbin, you want to make sure you reach out to us by, and, Monday? Uh, by Monday. And, you know, just send me an email, nick at cigarpulpit.com. That's and N-I-C-K. Anyone, and just give me your mailing address, and I'll get those cigars sent to you right away. If anyone knows Jeremy, maybe he's behind on listening to the cast, so you need to reach out and tell your buddy Jeremy to uh, give us a call. He's going to like this prize pack. Well, Walter was behind on the cast, and he finally caught up, like, right at the last minute. And yeah. so now he's and our previous winner did as well. pretty yeah. happy that he did. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll love those sticks, man. Martinez yeah. puts out a good product. Oh, yeah. So, so talking about product, as we uh, finish up here, how's your stick? It's good. Um, I am talking a lot, so I did have to kind of give it a little bit of a relight. Well, that's on us. But this is the, uh, what is this, the uh, 10th? It's the diesel. Um it's the Diesel 10th Anniversary. It's the Robusto. It's a dark stick, but and I, I like it. I'll say this about it. Um, it started... That's the heater. Oh, okay. I'll say this about it. It started off as a bit spicy, peppery, you know, and everything. Then it kind of went from a, a big burst of pepper into more of a subtle pepper with some hints of cocoa then I started getting kind of an earthy flavor from mm-hmm. it. Um, and I'll say this, as I'm about maybe in the final third of it, I would say that the pepper, for the most part, has subsided. Yeah. I would e- either that, that or I'm just used to it. True. But, uh, no, it's it's a good cigar. I like it. Um, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's had some, you know, not... not, not you know, earth-shattering flavor changes, but but, but good, flavor noticeable. changes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. noticeable flavor changes, and I like it. I just debanded, and I'm going to relight here real quick. But yeah, I've, I'm enjoying this cigar. Yeah, I, I am getting I, close to the I'm not going to lie. I was awful apprehensive about it, and I've actually enjoyed it. So, You know, Jeff, just because it says that it's a full-bodied cigar doesn't mean you have to be afraid of it. They're not all going to try and shiv you. Mm-hmm. Well, they, you use a shiv to shank someone. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway... <laughs> Oh, my God. No, no, we'll have an episode of Prison, Jeff. <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> the Dementors got you. God, another <laughs> office reference. He always goes. You knew that one, though. I'm impressed. I did know that one, but anyway. Well, Nick, it's been a lot of fun. Been a good time, Jeff. As Even, always. You seem to be in a better mood at the end of this. I've had a cigar. I got to relax and calm down. See? And I got cigar. to vent a little bit. I got to just go nuts Cigars about. Cigars cure all ills. I, you got to vent. You got to smoke. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be in a better mood. I think the cast helped me today. It was it was my therapy. Well, there you go. Aww. I'm glad that I and all of our listeners could be your therapist. I'm just going to give everybody in the audience a big group hug right now. I just don't want to get into your childhood. Oh. No. 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 I actually had a good childhood. <laughs> it's been the adulthood that sucked. Yeah. In many ways. Well, you know, yeah. it happens. It does. It happened it to does. me. You just need to get your CDL. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drive over the road. There you go. So, 
God, you know, that could be. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> it, I, what we do. And, you know, we're I was Nick and so I are both close journalists. to the end. I know. <laughs> Nick and I are both journalists, and he's probably going to cut this out anyway. But what we do is very acidic, very above-the-neck kind of stuff. And, you know, there's something to be said for just driving over the road. I, I could drive over the road all day long. It's parking and backing into things where I'm going to just tear just, up the truck. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to ruin deck or docks all over the country. Yeah. yeah. Manage, yeah, going from point A to point B, that doesn't really make me nervous it's the managing of yes. the vehicle yes i mean hell when i get a large like a large suv i get nervous much less you know when you start getting into like semi trucks yeah so yeah but it, it could have its moments it could it really could we could be an over-the-road truck driving team think of the money we could make a and lot more can, than we're making now we could podcast from the road right oh my gosh oh my gosh I don't know how many cigar lounges have, you know, truck parking. Well, that's the whole thing with truckers is they ha- they tend to find parking spots where they can, yeah. and then they just walk to wherever they need to go. Yeah. I would want an Uber, but that's going to get costly. Well, don't be fat. I am fat. I know. I've lost five pounds, though. I started my diet already. Now, wait a minute. I did. I started early. Wait a minute. Dude, I'm going there, to Florida no. in two months. I had to get there, started. We're, I am talking with some people about getting all the necessary I'll, I'll steps in place where I'm at for the Nick and Gator boot camp. And, you know, I'm we're, pre, looking, I'm we're, we're hoping brother. to have that all kind of figured out here in the next couple of weeks. And you're pre-gaming on me here. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to admit something. I stepped on the scale Monday. Oh, God. 302. Mm-hmm. I've... I've I've started. It, it was enough to motivate motivate me. I broke the 300 threshold, and I've got to lose weight. Okay. So. Well. But we want our listeners to get involved with that well, because it, we're going to turn this into a. Yes. Uh, so I, we'll, we'll briefly touch on this for a moment. We are talking. As we wrap up. We are talking with a couple of people about how we can get the logistics of this Nick and Gator boot camp in, in shape here. And um, we're working on it. I'm not going to mention who we're working with or anything like that. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to try to do what we can to incorporate the listeners into this. And, hey, we'll all get healthy and we'll all smoke cigars. Well, and that's the other thing is is the incorporation of the listeners into this. I'm trying to figure out the means to do so because, obviously, if I do find, like, a sponsor that wants to, you know, donate or or something, you know, on our behalf for our efforts. Yeah. Obviously, the logistics of them donating and whatnot on behalf of our listenership is very difficult. So what I'm leaning towards is some sort of like almost like a marathon or something like that where people go out and they get pledges from their friends and family. Yeah, like five cents a pound. Exactly. Yeah. Just something like that. Just, you know, you and go we'll out. And find a cause to donate that You to. go out and you you get the, 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 the pledges raised and everything like that. And then from there, whatever money you raise at the end of the period of time, you know, then we'll have a designated donation point, yep. which I'm assuming will be Cigars for Warriors. Um, we're working on that. Yep. But we uh, will have it will have uh, you guys send your donations in and just maybe uh, like, I don't know, include like some sort of a form that you, we might have available on the website. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure this out. And then that way people know that it's associated with the Cigar Pulpit. You know, Nick and Gator Boot Camp. A to the minute. We're working on it. We are working on it. Hey, things so. things are in progress. Things are happening, folks. Well, yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Well, I've enjoyed this diesel. It's been a good episode. I got to rant. I feel a lot better. I'm calmed down. Thank you. Well, everything's about you, Jeff, so I'm so glad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've bet me right. I know. I know. <laughs> well, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Stay smoky, everybody.